Chai Time with Moms. Today is a special edition of our um, podcast. There is this new uh, original series called Gehraiya. It is really hot and trending at the moment. And Asmita and I have watched it recently and we wanted to come and give you our fantastic review. So hi, Asmita. <laughs> hi, Parisa. So ready to dive into Gehraiya? Yeah, absolutely. So wait, I have a question. Um, do you know what Gehraya means? Uh, yeah, like depth. Yes. You know, it just struck me when I said, let's dive into it. I was like, oh, wow, that kind of makes sense. Let's dive into Gehraya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like depth. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. in this sense, I guess it means, you know, the depth of your relationship, your life. I don't, I don't know. I guess that's what it means. You, you got it. You got it. So do you want to give our audiences just a brief synopsis of you know who the characters are and what it's about before we dive into our thoughts? Um, yeah. Oh, so I'm trying to look for the character's name. I'm forgetting. So I know it was uh, Zane. I can help you with that. It, okay, yeah. so Zen. Uh, Zen. Then there's Alicia. Alicia. Alicia I yeah, main woman. Correctly. Yeah, that is played by Deepika. And, and then Anaya uh, Pandey, Chunky Pandey's daughter, plays Tia. Ah, um, yes. And then yes. there's, I don't know the real name of the other character, but his name in this series is called Karan. So Karan. Alicia, which is Deepika, is oh. kind of in a live-in relationship with Karan, and they're like childhood friends and best friends. Yeah. Grew up together, and then Tia is engaged to, to her Zen. is the Zen guy. Yeah. Uh, and these are the four characters. So Yeah. So Alicia is been living with Karan for about six years and they've had um, sort of ups and downs in their relationship. And at this moment, they have a really not so good terms of relationship. You know, they're always arguing, fighting and trying to figure out where both of them play, you know, part in their lives, like whatever. So comes Tia and Zane. Tia is related to, she's, she is, she's uh, a cousin. cousin. Yeah. She's uh, Alicia and Tia are cousins. And Tia has been abroad in the U S since they were kids. They, they separated when they were kids and Tia moved to U S and they haven't really been friends. And so she moves where she's coming, you know, back in the, uh, in India and so she's, she contacted Alicia and said, hey, let's meet, get together, see each other. We haven't seen each other for so long. So they meet up in their yacht and Zan is there. And, you know, you can see that Alicia's not so, so, not so relationship with Karan is taking a toll. But then she meets Zan and they sort of connect. And I wish there was a little more connection to them. <laughs> okay, but, so let's. So this is like a brief overview that you know, Kenya yeah. is about these four characters, yeah, um, who are kind of like you know committed at the moment, not married, but committed mm-hmm. in a relationship, and they have like you know there are some stresses between Tia and um, Alicia, they're their cousins. They haven't met each other in a while, and so far it seems like everything's perfect between Tia and Zen, her you know her fiance, but. 
Alicia and Karan are, are going through this rocky relationship. They're not getting along. The spark's probably gone. They're right. Some issues, um, you know, communication issues and stuff. And then they all meet up on this mini vacation, yeah. a yacht in their own, um, their old ancestral home in Alibag. I, I presume it was called Alibag. And you know, they have this, this mini getaway. Um, yeah. So that's where the story kicks off. And now we're going to like, you know, discuss our thoughts. We're not going to give spoilers. So no spoilers, <laughs> no ending, no twists and turns. Yeah. Just overall, uh, just our thoughts about, you know, like each character. So let's do a character analysis, Asmira, before we dive into the story. What did okay. you think of Karan, uh, Alicia's boyfriend? Okay, so I thought, well, should, should I say first that all characters did a really good job in all in their character playing. They, I mean, all of them did a really good job. I don't have any complaints about that. But as far as the characters that they played, I thought Karen was really selfish. Yeah. Just an average guy. There was, you know, like he's struggling. He's supposed to be a writer, I think, as I recall it. Mm -hmm. And he's having a writer's block, as do every writer, I'm sure, going through it. So he's having this trouble. And every time Alicia gives him input, he sort of ignores it. So yeah. that's where you kind of see the uh, broken up relationship status there. You see, okay, he's not really valuing her opinion and she recognizes that, that, hey, why don't you listen to me? I, I gave you some feedback. Why don't you take that? And he's, as every relationship, you know, takes that as, why are you always nagging me? You know, leave me alone. I'm trying to, I don't want to go to a job, nine to five, a dead end job that doesn't, that sucks my soul. I like, I like the way he puts it because it sucks my soul. I'm never going. (laughs) But at the same time, I find it very interesting that he's not really contributing financially. He's kind of like dependent on her. So although like she's the smart one in the relationship, she's the more committed one. She wants to build a future with him. Um, but he's like baggage to her because he's not com- contributing anything to the relationship. He's not valuing her opinion. He's not being very romantic, yeah. spending any quality time. He's not trying to be like, okay, we need to get married. So let's just, you know, find, let me find a better job or work hard on my thing or take your advice on my writing. He's just like taking her for granted and just be like, eh, she's never going to leave me. Why? <laughs> <laughs> You know, when I when I saw that scene where he goes, I'm never going back to that job, soul sucking job. It reminded me of Pursuit of Happiness, Will Smith movie. You know how he didn't have a job and the wife was always like, go get a job, nine, <laughs> nine to 11 job. We need money. And then he became rich at the end. It always makes me think, you know what? You shouldn't force the other person to go back to a soul sucking job like let them find their way so i I was sort of at an i kind of like your point of view about that but i kind of felt like he needed to step up i mean it's not even fair in that relationship yes yes yes. she support him you know if you need you know if he does not if he's not capable of contributing that it's better to be away from the relationship he can you know be on his own and figure out his writing path and then enter a relationship and a commitment if he's not ready. But good, it's not good fair point. that, you know, he's just, you know, he feels like, oh, because I need my space and you should be the bigger partner and financially support me to fulfill my dreams and don't force me to get a job. Then it's really not fair on the other girl, like Alicia. Yeah. So I felt like he... Yeah, at least right he should thing. be nice to the girl if she's supporting him financially and emotionally at least be nice to her so if at least find something that'd be like okay you know what fine maybe i'll volunteer at the library or something yeah something you know something which is not soul-sucking or maybe darling why don't you help me why don't we read my script 
help yeah. me? How can we get a she, publisher? Come but, with me here, reach out to the publisher or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was his point. Like he, that was her point. I'm sorry. That was her point that I'm giving you feedback. Why aren't you taking my feedback? And every time she gives him the feedback, he would like shrug at her and say, leave me alone. Yeah. And so that was not nice. Like, that especially if she's nice. taking care of him as a family. You know, yeah, she's treating so him like family, but he's not. It was a bit lame, so I was kind of glad, like, you know, again, no spoilers, but I was kind of <laughs> glad that, you know, she kind of moved away from him. Yeah. Um, Alicia, okay, let's give her picture. She's the main, Deepika is the main yes. character. So she's gone through this rough patch in her childhood. No spoilers, but, you know, she's yeah. lost her mom. She's not uh, in terms, on in good terms with her dad. And, you know, everything will reveal. She's got this childhood yes. trauma and, you know, and she's just alone and lonely and feels stuck. And she's, you know, and then she's mm-hmm. like, you know, with this guy who probably she loved at one point, but she's there because she feels like he knows me since childhood. And, you know, he's clearly not the right person for her. And then, you know, she's doesn't really have a lot of friends or family members. And then she yeah. connects with Tia. And that's when she meets Zen and the main story kicks off and you know like Zen kind of you know flirts with her and they kind of have this instant chemistry and instant yeah. connection um and okay over to Tia and Zen so Tia is this uh bubbly perfect kind of girl she's rich she's had a somehow it seems like she's had this amazing childhood she's very bonded with her mother good relationship she has no hard <laughs> feelings with her dad um she meets this guy who's from this lower middle class family who struggled a lot and he used to work with her father and now he, Zen, seems to be with uh, Tia for the money because, you know, she's financing she's... all his real estate projects, right? Yeah, yep. So, and yeah, Tia... the father is not in the as partnership or funding it for him. And so he can't get away. And you you see as the movie progresses, you see the, um, the uh, trouble that they also have in their relationship. He feels like the mom, Tia's mom, and Tia basically controls him, and he can't say no to them because of this financial. Uh, yeah, that's actually a really good point that you brought up. So interestingly, Tia, I don't, I didn't find any issues in Tia's um, personality when she was pretty, you know, same like girl next door kind of stuff. I don't think she had any childhood trauma with you know no. growing up with stuff. But interestingly, I think her why she. She seemed to be genuinely in love with Zen, but I don't think Zen was in love with Tia. Yeah. Zen felt like, okay, you know, I'm like obligated to be with her. And, you know, it's because of the money and the greed and, you know, her dad helped me. So that's why. So I think it, mm-hmm. for him, it was more important to, you know, get there and achieve his dreams and be rich and successful. And so Tia just came along the ma- way to make it happen. And I think that's the crack in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think he connected well with like Alicia and felt like, okay, you know what? Um, she's maybe my soulmate and I can connect to her and, you know, bond with her. So basically the whole Gehraya, both Alicia and Zen start having an affair and lying to their individual, you know, spouse. I mean, well, partners. Partners, partners, partners. Yeah. And the movie begins with the Gehraya. So it's basically, this part of the movie is pretty interesting because it seems like both of them really have a soul connection, Zen and Alicia. They share their childhood trauma, they both each other, they're like, you know, they emotionally connect, they're physically romantically correct. And it seems like, oh my God, you know, love is amazing and it's so awesome. And, and you know, maybe they're meant for each other. And it seems like a love story until that point. Um, mm-hmm. And then what happens, Samira? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I, I also think that if she had like a pool of guys over there, 
She could have just done that with anybody because she had this broken, unromantic love life to begin with, uh, Alicia. So, so she could have, I felt like Zan was there at the right time, at the right yes. place. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she anyway, they instantly connected. And over time, you see their bond. But what I didn't like is, you know, the uh, marital affair, even though they're not married, but it's still an affair. They don't reveal their truth for a long time. Yeah. For a long time. I'm not going to give spoilers for a long time. <laughs> yes. but, and then I, I love the story, how it goes and it. Um, unwinds all the traumas that they've had, or especially not not Zen so much, but Alicia. And I love the suspense. In the beginning, I felt like it was a little slow, but it really picked up towards um, the middle and end. And I was I was glued. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on, what are you gonna do next? What are you gonna do next? Come on. And then there was one particular scene in on the boat uh, with Zen and Tia. That really shocked me. I'm like, oh my god, no, he did not just do that. I, I'm not <laughs> giving you spoilers. No spoilers. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, and then after that, it really picked up. And of course, second time, you fit, kind of figure out what's going to happen, but it's still suspenseful. It was, and then they have they have a lot of twists and turns. But we're not going to give that surprises. <laughs> All of all the turns and twists, and they they're they're really surprising. And you, it's yeah, you know, it, the funny thing is, you know, when I was watching this, I thought, oh my god, it's like a, one of those love stories. Because okay, I will maybe I'm being politically incorrect here, but when you're watching Alicia and Zen's um, love story unfold and how they're making, you know, he's making all these promises, and it seems like it's real. Although mm-hmm. they are, you know, cheating um, with their significant others. A part of me was rooting, you know, for the happy ending. I felt, okay, you know what, Karan is like, I mean, he's he's not for her, forget it. And, and, yeah. and like, you know what, Tia is there. Maybe, yes, she does love him. But, you know, it seemed like Zen was stuck with Tia and his mom and all that. So maybe let him break free, allow him to break free from that. And maybe he can find his true happy ending with, you know, Alicia. So I was kind of uh, rooting for the happy ending. Whether it's a happy yeah. ending or not, our listeners need to go watch it. But interesting yeah fact that I do want to share with our audiences is that I did realize something I think I guess that's the Gehraiya that I never thought um, that it kind of showed how you know each sex um, loves differently because here it showed like you know the woman um, in love she expects that you know the guy will put her first for anything and she's trusting him and that there should be no conditions and you know he should make sacrifices and she's ready to go to any length you know um, hmm. to be with him but interestingly the guy ah. when everything is all hunky-dory and you know life is good you know he's making all these promises and and he could truly be in love with the woman he could truly be like you know she's the best thing that has ever happened to me I truly love her she is my soulmate but when he has to choose between his survival um, and love the guy in love can be selfish you know yeah. he can love the woman but at the same time if he has to choose between his survival himself over her he may choose himself even if he loves her and you know become all this dark cool you know demonic but he will choose his survival and sacrifice his love um which i felt you know while watching gehraiya that wow like you know that's a really different aspect of love that i never thought about it you know the funny thing is you know it's just sad in a funny way that you know the guy or 
or or like that he didn't really love her in in the love sense that we've always seen in movie like you know like Romeo and Juliet type he didn't really love her maybe and this was just the right people meeting at the right time right place again and going feeling like they're in love that this person you know is better than the one I already have you know maybe grass is greener on the other side and they're treating me better right now just like if Alicia and Curran had met for the first time, that's how they got in love because it's a new thing. Like, hey, this guy's so cool, you know, or this girl is so cool. Let's date. And and then over time, you're stuck together and you're like, okay, oh my God, you know, I can't get out of the relationship. That because is such I a married. great point of view, Svira. But you know what? I was actually thinking that with this Gehraiya, I think everybody who watches it and our Chai Time listeners, we would love to hear your feedback. I think we'll have a different perspective. Like, I love your perspective that, you know, maybe... It was that love and lust at that moment. And then, you know, it kind of withered away. And then, you know, it's not really something that was supposed to be. It's not like that eternal love. Yeah. A person like me watching is thinking, okay, maybe, I don't know, maybe this is real love. Maybe there's no such thing as Romeo and Juliet and he, Ranja, that, you know, maybe they love each other. But at the point, like, you know, if this is a selfish love because if, you know, he had, he has to pick his survival himself and he would say, you know what? Good riddance to the love. Sorry, too bad, lady love. I may have loved you, but at this point, I'm choosing myself. Yeah, and not you, no matter what happens. And I don't know. It's sad that kind of love. I don't know, but it just seems like it could be more sadly realistic. <laughs> but yeah, another, another thing that I realized was that I don't. You realize that initially when they met, they were bonding. They were able to communicate so effectively. Yeah, about anything and everything. And I felt towards the end, why are these two people not communicating? Why was he not having a heart-to-heart conversation, being honest with her that, you know what, this is where I've gotten myself stuck in. This is what is going on. I don't know. There's no escape. What can we do? Maybe if he had discussed with Alicia, they could Mm -hmm. have kind of come up with a plan together, how he can escape and solve this. But he didn't share anything with her directly. Secondly, with Alicia, I felt like, you know, instead of pressurizing him, be like, that's it. You better like break it off a tear now, 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 or I'm going to threaten him and scare him or I'm going to go tell her and this and that and not giving him room to you know, solve well, all these issues and come it. back to. I don't know. I well, just felt like I just felt like there was a break in communication at that point. That lack well, of support think, for each other's issues, like you know. Was, yeah. Well, there was a lot because I think you made a great point earlier that he was more into about himself and survival. Hmm. So they did try to communicate because she did sort of threaten him a lot of times towards the end that hey you need to tell your no, but do you think that was a good thing though i just felt like because if you feel like there's a soul connection in an eternal yeah a nice, no. in a nice if it's of a married let's say they're a married couple or even like i don't know if you're really in love she would be like okay honey you know what you're going through a really terrible terrible well first it would be he would tell alicia the truth that this is what happened with yeah husband. this is what's going on this is what's going on. What do you suggest? What should I do? What's the plan? What do I do? That's the thing. I, I don't think he was. Her. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it was. I think it was just lust. I don't think it was true Maybe. love because yeah. he was all financially involved in the company in in his financial stability that he that's why he never. So when it, to the lessons to the ladies out there, if you're involved in a relationship and the guy says, give me four more months, give him four five more, more months. months, that is not true love. It, it's not going to happen. That's like me saying, I'm going to do my to-do list tomorrow. I'll just sleep tonight. But yeah, that's not happening. Let me be the devil's advocate. But shouldn't you, if it's true love, even for the girl, from the girl's side, if the guy says, I need four months, I'm going through this stressful 
crazy shit in my life. I love you, but give me four months and I'll there. At least give him that first chance of four months, and then if he doesn't fulfill his promise at four months, then you know I don't know, do whatever you need to. But at least at that point, support your guy too if you love him and say, fine, I'll give you four months without threatening, pressurizing, creating more stress. I don't know, playing the devil's advocate here. And from the guy's side, I would say you know if it is true love and you really want it in your life. you should be like you know honey sit down this is what my stresses are i need four months i love you trust me give me four months you know get mm. off my back Let's talk to each other for four months. Well, well, isn't that what Garan did earlier? He said, "I can't write anymore. I have a writer's block. Give me some time." And she's like, "That was F you." Yeah, no, no, but yeah, but but that that's kind of like you know, that's kind of like you know, good that they took they took space. That okay, fine, you know, we'll take space and all that, and then see if they want to reconnect. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I just said it was it was it was a great movie. I I thought they did a great job. Aside from all the you know cursing that they did, I, I wasn't very fond of that because I feel like when you place a lot of um, these um, slurs in the movies, you the writers don't really have the depth of their characters. They don't really have any lines to fulfill that. So they there was a lot of cursing from especially from Karan, and so they they should have. added more lines t- to him and his character but anyway other than that it was a really good it, i was really good i was hooked after the Me first too. 20 minutes or so i was hooked and i'm like whoa and so they they did a really good job twist and turns surprises and you know, displaying their emotions and all that so yeah i i i really enjoyed it i think people should watch it Yep, I think Chai Chai listeners, um, I hope you like this review. We have not given any spoilers. The songs are amazing of Gehraiya. The acting, as Asmita mentioned earlier in the beginning, all four of them acted superb, including Nasiruddin Shah and the other characters um, in this. It's a Netflix original, and the interesting part is that it is for mature audiences, adults only. I mean, it is not a typical yes. Indian uh, movie. You know, you think of yeah. it as watching a Hollywood film, so do not watch it with kids. Yes, uh, it is. You know, pretty. Uh, for it is for it is adulterated. Um, mm-hmm. There's also bad language, as you know, as we had mentioned earlier. But the movie overall, uh, I think, is is great. It's very different, and you know, as we said, we have different perspectives to it. And Gehraiya, you know, it's in you know, it's depth of emotions and life and love and mm-hmm. and let us know what you think about it. Yeah, so thank you, Chai Time listeners. <laughs> Follow us and. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. Talk to you later. Bye, Bye everyone. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.